This is Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara from American Financial Security and American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor. With the variety and sheer number of investment choices available and the new tax laws phasing into effect, are you financially prepared for retirement and saving in taxes the way you want to be? For many years, Ron and Barbara have been an integrated financial and tax preparation and planning firm, providing their clients not only with ways to make money, but also to keep more of it. Listen in as they discuss common financial questions and concerns and provide the facts on the new tax laws going into effect for individuals and businesses. And now, here are Ron and Barbara to help you find out how to move towards a more informed and confident financial future. Welcome back to another show of Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Hey, Ron. Hey, Arizona. Good good afternoon, everyone. We're always tempted so, to say good morning. It's right at noon. <laughs> so we're right on the cusp of morning and afternoon. So welcome to each and every one of you out there. You know, let's get right to it, Ron. Sometimes we are a leading indicator. Sometimes we're a lagging indicator of what's in the news. And right now, what's been in the news for the last few months Uh, one way, shape, fashion, or form or another, there's a lot of different ways to kind of test us, if you will, in a funny way, in a scary way, in lots of ways on, are we really prepared for retirement? You can turn on almost any channel. And if you watch for a couple of hours, somebody will show something. And guess what? That is... Do you not think, Ron, a follow-on to the statistical studies that came out a couple of years ago about how long people are going to live and how that is changing our financial landscape? Well, you know, uh, years back, years back in our seminars, we used to ask, what is one of the greatest concerns that people have in retirement? Mm -hmm. And it was always outliving my money. Yes, exactly. Well, just last Thursday, Mm -hmm. the World Economic Forum came out with a new study, a a report that they had published, and it indicated something pretty staggering that the current trend around the world in most economically capitalistic societies like Japan, the U.S., Canada, uh, Australia, Australia, England, you bet, you bet. That this growing trend is, is that for those individuals and couples that have not saved enough cash assets, mm-hmm. um, IRAs, 401ks, savings just in the regular bank, savings, CDs mm-hmm. at the bank, that based on just normal statistics, not factoring in social security or pensions into this number, that with longevity of life with normal mortality tables going up because people are living longer Mm -hmm. that the average person is going to run out of money those cash assets about 10 years into retirement so let me let me speak to that just to hear more okay so let's say someone's 65 years old and they say i'm done working mm-hmm. i'm i'm finished i'm retired yeah, i'm retiring the definition of retirement i'm done working okay and now they look at their cash assets and let's say <clears throat> let's say someone needs $5000 a month mm-hmm. 
And the gap between the guaranteed income, meaning Social Security or Maybe pensions, a pension. Mm-hmm. Let's say that is $4,000, but their income gap is, is $1,000 $1, a month. So mm-hmm. 12000 a year, they're going to be spending down their cash. Okay. Right. You can't call your pension company and say, I'd like three times the normal payments. So, okay. Well, what this statistic is saying that the average person at 65 is the average man in the world today is dying about 85, 86. So if they retire at 80, at 65, what they're indicating is the average savings the average man is going to run out of money about the mid seventies mm-hmm. of those cash assets. So we're calling that and outliving your savings. It's a different type of requirement as far as a gap. Mm-hmm. It's running out of your cash savings way before your intended mortality table day of possible passing. Mm-hmm. So that's a big concern. And how do we remedy that? We're going to get into that later in the show, but let's talk about that concern. And over the years that we've been doing financial and tax planning for a lot of people in the community, Barbara, um, that's a real concern for people. It is. And part of the concern comes from people who have lots of savings and some who have not a lot of savings, because this isn't something people teach. This isn't retire well is not a high school class. It is not money management is not a high school class, I don't think. Um, When you get into college, unless you study some area of finance, um, you know, it's it's pretty complexing. And especially if we compound the fact that we are living longer with the fact that interest rates have been low for a number of years now. So the traditional savings vehicles, if you will, of just a normal savings account, maybe some CDs at the bank, as you mentioned earlier, something like that, that's where we earn some of our money. Well, 1% or less is probably not good enough for what we're trying to talk about in making up a number of years worth of potential non-earning. It's that whole idea of compounding. And with interest rates being low, um, we like that from the standpoint that car loans and mortgages, things like that are much more reasonable with the interest rates being where they are. But so if you're paying a bill, you like interest low. If you're trying to grow your money, you'd like interest to be a little higher. So obviously we have a little dilemma coming in that is going to require us to think a little differently. You're right. And when we're putting together financial plans, we do so very, very conservative as far as the growth rate of the of the money that you have invested. Mm-hmm. The growth rate meaning... You know, we're, we're not going to put, okay, your money is going to grow by 10% every single year because that's just not realistic. We do it very conservative and hope for a, and plan for a much better result. Right. But what, to your point, Barbara, let's say someone has $100,000 and it's sitting in a 
safe account at a bank earning 1%. That's $1,000 of interest a year. But if they're in retirement and they need about They needed 4, 2%. Th- they needed 4%. They, let's say they need to spend $4,000 out of that 100000 a year then they're going backwards. Right. Their, mo- their money is not earning as much as they are needing and spending. Mm-hmm. So the spend down rate based on where interest rates have been has exceeded what the growth rate of the money has been. Mm-hmm. And that creates a, a quicker spend down of someone's money. And that, that goes to this exact same point that, and we're going to get into later in the show that our money needs to work for us. And over our working years, we were working and saving, hopefully. Mm-hmm. That's where we get these additional nest eggs for later when we do retire. But it becomes very, very critical and important that our money is working for us even through retirement as well. Exactly. So, you know, if we go back to some of the concepts, Ron, that we've talked with people about and we talk about in our book and so forth is the planning for that first step into retirement. That's more of an identifying and harnessing the assets that you somebody has to match that to their budgetary needs. And as they enter retirement, the cost of their hopes and dreams. We're talking about a little bit something different now. Now we're talking about people being in retirement and the confluence of knowing we're going to live longer, traditional safe money in many cases is not growing as quickly as our ages are. And so it's not keeping pace. Even if we had lots in there, it might not be keeping pace. So we come to the point where, as the World Economic Forum has indicated, there is a true dilemma that requires people to really think about this. This is different. And, And to also literally not just think about it like you just pointed out, but also do... Governments around the world and employers around the world are pushing the responsibility for retirement back to the retiree. To the individual, that's right. And to the employee. Mm-hmm. No longer government pensions as high and government handouts going to be as reliable. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are studies, and we're going to get into that another show, about Social Security and the longevity of that and the possible, you know, 15, 20 years out, maybe reduction in people's benefits, which also is going to exasperate this very topic. Right. So we're, we have to run to a break and we'll jump more into this topic as soon as we get back. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from American Financial Investments by visiting AmericanFinancialSecurity.net or calling us at 928-771-8368. 
Well, welcome back to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. We're delighted to have you on our, our show today, everyone. Thanks for listening in. You know, Barbara, we finished that last segment talking about a, a very interesting growing trend, mm-hmm. not only in this country, but around the world. And you you had an additional thought that we talked about on break that I think is really important for everyone to hear. Well, I think what most of us who like to be a little proactive uh, and even those of us who do not need to call something that we're going to tackle, we need to identify it. So the first thing we're going to do is we're just going to call this a dilemma, right? It's just something that we need to think about. And so if we look, being problem solvers, we kind of took a quick hack at this and said, well, if somebody is, you know, several years into retirement and the confluence of facts, my money's earning less, I'm living longer, leads us to need to think differently. We identified a few things that people could do, and some of them include reentering the workforce. And we're going to come back to that because reentering the workforce is not necessarily a bad thing. It solves a lot of other social uh, kinds of challenges also, keeps us quick. But going back into the workforce while we still can might be one of the ways we tackle this dilemma and say, gosh, if I'm making money, even if I'm just working part time, anything that I'm making that's going to my spending and I don't have to spend that cash, which I know is not out there growing as quickly as I'd like it. So, so that's one way. We had some others, Ron. What well, what else might someone do? We would like people of all ages to really consider this topic and the fact that since governments are really pushing off the responsibility for retirement planning off to the individual and employers are as well, rather than pensions, they have defined contribution plans. Mm-hmm. They'll put in a little bit, but what they're really encouraging you to do is to save for your own retirement and keep saving. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. Right, because that's kind had, of pre-retirement. And, so if and we go you, back to our dilemma. And, right? you, and you had an idea specific to that. Well, one is one that we focus on, and that is we try to work with people to make their investment strategies tax-wise. And we do tax planning to help them identify if they need to take some money out of one of their buckets, which one is the least impacted negatively in the overall scheme of things, because we understand surprises come up. You know, we've seen many times over our careers here in the community working with people on their investments and retirement planning and strategic retirement uh, investing. Mm -hmm. Ones that they plans that they can sleep well at night, but it also meets their goals and meets their needs. So sometimes it requires changing up the investments. Absolutely switching those ups to the point where they're they're better suited for what their needs and their requirements are. Maybe it's something that will simply perform 
better. Maybe it's something that is less eroded by fees. Maybe it is a bucket of money that's invested in something that then actually generates a guaranteed pillar of income in that way, swapping it up. Mm -hmm. And the and the last the last point is, and this one sometimes is a little bit difficult for people, and that is sometimes it requires a change in spending habits mm-hmm. and going back to the basics of saying, you know what, I guess I need to look at a budget. Um, I'm just outspending um, my retirement savings. Mm-hmm. I'm outspending maybe in the early years of retirement. You know, we we talk about in our book that there's three stages of retirement. And that first stage is usually Yeah, go go. People retire and they think, okay, now I'm on that retirement vacation that I've been working for forever. And now I I want to go spend some money. I want to travel. I want to go do some stuff. I want to buy a few toys possibly, or Mm -hmm. I want to go entertain myself. Well, that costs money. Mm-hmm. So what we find sometimes, and probably the what kind of leads into this statistic as well, is in their early years when people feel like they can go, go, and they want to go, and they have the energy to do that, is that the spending habits are usually higher. Mm-hmm. And therefore, the spend down is quicker, and it erodes those retirement or cash funds that they will need later in life as well. Exactly. But you know what? We also want to give you some solutions today. Exactly. Because we just called it a dilemma. And those of us who, like we said before, want to be proactive, there will always be people who just want to stick their head in the sand and say, I know, I don't know, I don't know, and fret about it. What we're about is helping to plan. Yes. To prevent it. So we have a recent article that, uh, you know, every month we're writing a couple of different articles for some of the local publications. Mm -hmm. And we have one that's called Building Wealth Might Be Simpler Than You Think. So we want all of you to look for that. And um, our opening statement on that, wealth building or, you know, saving money uh, isn't about quick, rich or getting rich quick schemes or chasing the trends in the stock market. But it just comes down to making the right financial decisions, big and small, over an extended period of time. Yes. That's really... Consistency That's to what the really plan. we have seen <laughs> the people that amass the type of funds that they need to... to last them through retirement is by over time saving a little here they get a bonus so they save a bigger chunk later but over time they're consistently living on less than they make so that they can put more and more away and as they get bigger promotions they they um, make more money they're not spending more they're actually starting to put away more. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Part of the planning process. And you know what? It's time to go to a break. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call American Financial Investments at 928-771-8368 or visit AmericanFinancialSecurity.net to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how to get the most out of your benefit. And we're back. Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. You know, Ron, we've been talking about statistics. We've been talking about how current statistics are really becoming recognized as creating this dilemma and how we can go about solving it. You know, for some of us, it's very much how we were raised. If there was an allowance, some of it went into savings. If you had a birthday gift, some of it went into- I know your mom and she's a saver. I'm telling you, (laughs) you didn't get away with spending all of anything, trust me. And the same with my parents as well. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the article that you were referring to, Ron, is really kind of fun uh, because it puts all the onus on us. We would like to think that some of these are dilemmas are insoluble. And then we can take some comfort in the fact that we haven't solved them. But in actuality, our parents, our grandparents, some of the people who came before us had it figured out. They said, there's three things. I have to make it. I have to save it. And at some point, I guess I need to do something with it. I better invest it. Pretty simple basics until you come to the execution. And that's where some of the challenge comes in. We talk uh, first about people making it. So, you know, every single one of us, whether we're self-employed, whether we work for a company, um, you remember your first job. I remember my first job. And sometimes I, like during college and early days in a career, I worked several jobs. Mm-hmm did whatever it took to be able to make money, to put money away. Yep. Okay. So making it, let's, let's, let's dissect that. Um, You need to have a consistent source of income. So if you're out there working and kind of life is a situation where you still need to work, then be the very best you can be. Make the most that your employer, um, will pay you mm-hmm. invest in your own skills. Look, keep improving yourself, keep improving those skills so that your employer either wants to pay you more or offers you a promotion so that you can earn more, you can earn more. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what, and then live within your means of that. Make sure that that covers the necessities like housing, utilities, food, transportation, Sometimes people feel a real big need to tithe. So just make sure that you are making enough to cover all those things. But also, like your mom always said, like my parents always said, make sure you invest in yourself, meaning put some away. Mm -hmm. Put some away in a savings account. That way, if the brakes go out, you have the money to pay for the brakes. Exactly. You're not putting it on a high interest rate credit card where you're getting in more and more debt. And now you have another payment to make. 
Okay. Well, and budgeting will come into a little bit versus, you know, the spending it versus saving it. You threw something in as a necessity, um, housing. How many houses do we need? Uh, How big a house do we need? Who else's house are we paying for? When we talk about budgeting, we're looking at all of that. So it isn't like each and every house is is a bona fide necessity. It's let's be realistic. Same thing for food. We've done some really fun kinds of exercises on how much does it really cost to feed yourself, eating three meals a day for the average 20 years. But when you're putting together your budget, is that food budget based on cooking at home all the time, eating out all the time, somewhere in between. Because when it comes to budgeting, some of those things can be cut back just a teeny bit. And that will generate what you need to throw into that savings. So when it comes to making it, we we work with a lot of retirees that are not out in the workforce anymore. Mm -hmm. But they still... They have enough guaranteed pillars of income, as we talk about in our book, that they've already made it or have, they did make it already. Therefore, they have these pillars of income already. Mm-hmm. So let's say they need 3000 a month, but between some social security and a pension, they get 4000 a month. Many times we get retirees that say, wow, I still live on less than I get. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then they are still in a saving pattern where they still save some. Right. Every so then we go month. into legacy planning mode yeah. because so they've let, made that an important yeah. thing. So mm-hmm. now let's talk about that. You live on less than you make and you have extra to save. Well, first, I I would say, yes, we have extra to save. But if you have an employer that offers you a match, 3% on a simple, up to 6%, 4, 5, 6% on a 401, something like that. If you are in one of those positions and you are not maximizing that, I'd like to say shame on you. That's free money you're leaving on the table that your employer is willing to invest for you in you. Go get it. So start with one or two percent if you can't think if you don't think you can get to six. But therein comes additional sources of compounding. It's not just the money that you are setting aside for your future. Now your employer is matching some of that. And. What's really interesting about all of these 401k plans, which we really like as well, is the fact that if if your employer offers one and they say, hey, if you put away 6%, we will match 6%. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work the other way where the employer says, I'm going to give you 6 And you don't have to do anything. No, it's, it's a matching based on you doing it first. Exactly. And you know, I'd like to throw out a a shout out to my self-employed community out there because that's what we are, Ron. We own companies, therefore we're self-employed. We pay ourselves wages. We have retirement plans. 
if you are self-employed and you own your own company, big or small, you have more options to you than any other employee. And if you don't know about them, come and talk to us. Wow, Barbara, our time is uh, passed for today. We hope that each and every one of you, um, if you're looking for someone that can that you can work with mm-hmm. or that can just start you on the path to helping you build these buckets of income for later, um, feel free to give us a call. I like to say that we work with young people who are building their own lives now all the way to people who are on the long end of their life who are doing their legacy planning and tidying up beneficiaries. That really includes probably everybody out in the listening audience. So uh, we would offer to you, we're American Financial Security, American Financial Investments, here in the crossings, helping people build better financial security. Have a great week, Arizona. Thank you for listening to Financial Facts and Tax with Ron and Barbara. Give your financial future a jumpstart and call this week for your complimentary strategy session. Call 928-771-8368 or visit their website at afsprescott.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services offered through American Financial Investments, a registered investment advisor in the state of Arizona. Insurance products and tax services are offered through American Financial Security. American Financial Investments and American Financial Security are affiliated companies. American Financial Investments American Financial Security, Ron Stevenson, Barbara Clark Stevenson are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government entity.